We go, we go way back. Um, they were, Larry was an elder in the church up in, uh, in Fort Dodge when uh, Dave Toyne was a pastor up there. And so we were introduced to him at that time. That's got to be, that's a long time ago, brother. You know, th over 30 years ago. And, uh, but um, <clears throat> God moved on his heart. They'd done a lot of short-term missions and so forth. And, and uh, when most people would say it's, too late, um, they went to victory. And uh, down in Tulsa, went to school there. And uh, was it Albania that you went to first? They were in Albania, and then they were in China. And uh, God's, just, God's just used them in such a wonderful, mighty way. And, and uh, so we've, as a church, have had the privilege of um, supporting them, being a part of their ministry in some small way, and, and it's just been such an honor for us. And, and I always get weary and wimpy and everything because we were talking beforehand about how how good God is, and so we all just kind of sat there and cried together. And, you know, when you think about where you were and what God's done in your life and uh, what wouldn't have been without him. And so... Uh, they're going to come and share with us. They're going to be down on the floor because they're going to be showing video. And so, um, you know, Larry can get kind of big-headed, and, and so we don't want that to get in the way. <laughs> and, and so, <laughs> so anyway, welcome, We'll Go Ministry, in Jesus' name. Well, thank you, Pastor Dave. It has been a long time, it and Becky. I was thinking about 35 years, but I was gotta be close. hoping to set it back just a little bit so <laughs> my age wouldn't show up. But, uh, hey, nothing, should I come and get the cheat sheet? Nothing we can do about our age, oh but thank God that we made it this long. Amen. And uh, I'm just glad he's not done with me yet. Amen. And, uh, I'm still being taught. <laughs> After what, 55 years, or it will be 55 this year. Is it? Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> I thought, oh, okay. And, but we're just so grateful to, to be here. This is where I had my first experience. Yes. Really with the Lord. Uh, we were down here, and uh, Pastor Dave was, uh, this Pastor Dave was, preaching, uh, but anyway, the Spirit of God hit me, and, and I was so drunk that on the way home, they stopped to eat, and they locked me in the car because they wouldn't let me out, yep. and uh, I think it was about five hours later, I was able to move around a little bit, but, uh, but as uh, I was knocked out in the Spirit, I was underneath a chair, and there was a man there with no legs. And as I looked up, these legs were going just like this. And I knew in my spirit that someday legs are going to grow out. Mm -hmm. 
Arms are going to grow out. Fingers are going to grow on. And I believe we're there. Amen. I believe this is the season to expect the unexpected. Amen. I just want to encourage you this year to expect the unexpected. Mm -hmm. Good things are going to happen. Amen. Amen. And I'm excited Amen. about it. I'm excited about it. Now, there's uh, somebody here that uh, is uh, going through a, a situation that uh, it's a trying time, in other words. Uh, I don't know who you are, but I, I'm sensing in my spirit there's a couple people. But... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and read uh, some scripture and tell a couple stories, and then I may have you stand up just in an act of faith that God can touch you. Uh, but anyway, let's pray. Amen. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful and so thankful that you sent your only begotten Son to take all of the world's sins upon him, upon himself. And that he was dead, buried, and rose again. So we too can rise in newness of life. Thank you for saving us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you for getting into our lives and our hearts. and Touching us and changing us and causing us to grow. To be more like you. We give you thanks in Jesus' mighty precious name. Amen. Amen. Uh, did you read your paper yesterday? I just threw that out there. But anyway, there was a, a man that was driving down the road, and he was very tired. And uh, sleep kept wanting to sneak up on him, so he was tired, but he'd bob off, and then he'd gather himself and... Finally stopped the car and he ran around the car a few times, thought that would help, but got back in the car and he fell asleep and he hit a semi head on. And this something fell off the semi and hit him on the left side of the head. And uh, it paralyzed him on his left side. His left arm went limp, he couldn't see out of his left eye, couldn't hear out of his left ear. And he doctored for about six months and he wasn't getting any better. So he decided he'd go to another doctor. So he went to another doctor, and the doctor said, well, you know, take off all your clothes so I can really examine you, except keep your skitties on. And so he went over there and did that, and the doctor went over and he poked around a little bit and scratched his head. He said, you know something? From now on, everything's gonna be all right. <laughs> it's a joke. I just threw the paper into or the paper in to throw you off. But anyway, no matter what storm you're going through, everything is going to be all right. Amen. Because Jesus is right. Amen. Okay, if you have your Bibles and you'd like to turn to uh, to uh, Mark 4:35, uh, it says, "On the same day." When evening had come, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, 
so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern asleep on a pillow, and they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he rose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they, were, they, and they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the waves obey him? So I'd like to go back to the first uh, sentence there, or the, first, or the latter part of the first sentence. It says, Jesus made a statement when he got in the boat. He said, let us cross over to the other side. <laughs> let us cross over to the other side. You know, we don't know what's going to happen, but when we get in the boat with Jesus, we know we're going to get there. Amen. When Jesus got in the boat, he said, we're going to the other side. Amen. He knew there was a storm coming, yep. but he said, I'm going to the other side. You know, sometimes we get so focused on what's going on here that we forget about what's up here. Amen. That kind of changes our whole picture when we take our eyes off of the things that are going on here and we begin to focus on eternity Amen. and what Amen. will happen there. So, but I'm, I'm just so thankful that Jesus gets in our boat, gets into our lives, and he's with us. It may appear like he's sleeping sometimes, but he's always there. Amen. And if we cry out to him, Jesus, it seems like he awakens. Amen. Amen. But we have to just cry out to him. But Jesus is telling us in this story that there's a peace that we can have. It didn't bother Jesus to go up and lay on a pillow and go to sleep. He already knew that he was going to go to the cross. But, it, but in spite of everything that he knew, he was able to enter a rest and a peace that he wants each one of us to be able to enter Amen. while we're here on this earth. Amen. I'm just so thankful that he got into my life yeah. and touched me and changed it. He even made me so I could have a pleasant life with my wife. <laughs> you know, we all go through things in life when we're young, but uh, if we stick with it through the storms, uh, we'll make it. We'll Amen. make it. But how is it that you have no faith? It's probably because his di disciples hadn't been taught too much. So faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And... Uh, just so thankful for his word that even the wind and the sea obey the word of God. So if you have sea troubles or wind troubles, uh, God's bigger than that. That's right, he is. He's bigger than that. So uh, if you want to turn your Bibles to 2 Corinthians 4, verse 7, it says, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God Amen. and not of us. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. 
Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our bodies. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, that by your word we can become more like you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, we've made it for, what, 55 years, and uh, we have... Uh, I guess you're right. I thought it was 54, but I was calculating in my mind, and I guess it is 55. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you got brownie points on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, hallelujah. So, you, you go I ahead. just want to say thank you for the praise and worship. Everybody, yes. I guess they're all, Becky, everybody, it was just beautiful. I, I thought, is it over already? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but I do just want to say thanks. This church has been such an encouragement and support to us for Yes, many years. All the time. It's just all the time. So thank you very much. Um, we're going to show um, a video. And you kind of have to buckle in because it's not an advertisement video. This is not bells and whistles. This is a careful study of 25 years of we'll go missions and if anybody has or wants to step out in missions at any time in your life this can show you some step by steps but as you see it you'll see that it's god it's his holy spirit that guides and directs and if we just kind of stay in his boat <laughs> if we can uh, he'll take us to places we could never imagine so hank will do that. Yeah. But before we do that, oh, uh, oh, there's okay. some, uh, if you're in the middle of a storm, I, I'd like to just have you stand by faith. I believe God is here to do something this morning. I, I believe there's going to be a, a click. I'm sensing that there's a click uh, coming. If you're going through a storm, uh, just stand up in faith. Uh, Thank, you, mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank, Thank you, Lord. 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 I thank you, Lord, that you're just doing a work, a marvelous work right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you're placing in their spirit right now to expect, to expect the unexpected. Thank you, Lord, for giving them that peace and that calm that only you can give. Only you can do it. So we release the anointing upon each one of their lives. And thank you, God, that you're with them no matter what they're going through, that you're with them, that you can give them that peace and that calm and that comfort. But you can also give them authority, authority over the storm. So I thank you for giving them authority right now and the peace that goes with it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for doing it, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You can Thank be seated. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody's got it in the back a little bit. Is that you? In the back. Hallelujah. Would you just stand in faith, receive? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, I thank you that you're touching the back right now. They're the backs. Father, I just pray that every muscle that needs to relax, relax right now. Every muscle that needs to tighten, I command you in the name of Jesus to tighten. Thank you for doing the work, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for working it all out. Pain be gone. Go right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for doing it. And as Larry was praying, I just uh, heard the word titanium. And I believe that God is not only healing the backs, your backs, but just putting a strength, a resiliency, a tenacity in your lives. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. And I, I just sense that there's new songs coming over this place. Mm. Just new songs are coming. Just for the worship team, I, I just sense that there's a new songs, songs of deliverance, songs of worship, songs of praise, but they're going to be new ones, and they're going to really penetrate the hearts of people. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Okay. 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 God asked the question in Isaiah 6, 8, whom shall I send and who will go for me? Well, Larry and I answered the call and said, we will go. So we left the harvest fields of Iowa and began to journey to the harvest fields of the world. It began in Tulsa, Oklahoma in 1992 with an intense missions training program. It included reading assignments, outreaches, and a high ropes course. After graduation, Larry did spend a few months assisting a video ministry in India and Russia. In 1993, we were invited to Albania where we pastored the Victory Church and taught in the Bible school. Our highlight probably was hundreds of children hearing the gospel in city homes and mountain regions every week. Many of them gave their lives to the Lord. Young men were raised up to do the work of the ministry, and many still continue pastoring today. Loom Tree became like a daughter, living with Larry and I while she attended Bible school. And Katie, who was our main translator, still supports Will Go Today. In 1996, only four months after leaving Albania, we flew to Beijing. God miraculously provided us with student visas, even though we were 53 and 51 years old. God didn't waste any time setting up divine connections and opening doors. 
Ding Haiwen, known mostly to all of us as Heidi, came knocking at our dorm room, offering to tutor us in Chinese. In exchange, we began teaching her English using the Bible. She soon accepted the Lord as her Savior. Today, she and her husband, Guai Sheng, continue as will-go directors in Beijing. Another door was the A&W Fast Food Restaurants. They were opened in Beijing by Albert Lowe from New York City. He wanted an evangelist type who would teach English classes at his restaurants. In the daytime, we studied Chinese, and at night, Larry especially taught conversational English. Our payment? Souls into the kingdom and free food. Those who accepted the Lord wanted to learn more, so our Will Go Home Fellowship was born, and it remains strong today. In the year 2000, God placed a deep love for elders in our hearts. As we visited numerous nursing homes, it became clear to us that caregiving training would be very helpful. So, because I'm a registered nurse, we used my background to develop geriatric seminars. They were first taught in Beijing and later expanded to eight different provinces. On the fourth day of the seminar, the gospel was presented and nearly all the students raised their hand to receive Jesus. God sees the heart. These programs helped elders all over China to live a happier and healthier life. The goal is always to bring people to God. Meeting physical needs to open spiritual eyes continues as Wilgo's mandate. Teams continue to bring the gospel, health training for kids, music, skits, love and gifts to nursing homes, schools, and villages all over China. Well, you know, things were going wonderful and we thought we would stay forever, all of our lives in China, but God had other plans. In 2004, he asked us to go to Canada. Through divine intervention by the Holy Spirit, we ended up in Vancouver, British Columbia. A meeting with Pastor Rich Cow began the journey of Wilgo Ministries Canada. Again, the focus was to find a need and fill it, using that platform to preach the gospel. Five Stones Church was key in opening a dream center which became the hub for multiple outreaches. Every outreach gave us an opportunity to show God's love. Many times we could also share the gospel through bicycle clinics, children's ministries, Wally projects, which was giving financial and practical helps to new immigrants and First Nation peoples. Homeless outreaches have now provided 36,000 meals and counting on the streets of Vancouver. Multiple teams from Canada have assisted Wilgo internationally. And Jared and Heather Johnson, our son and daughter-in-law, have also assisted us for two years, helping the church and Wilgo grow. In 2007, another divine appointment led us to Cam and Lisa Wan. They became part of the Wilgo team, and through weekly prayer, the Wilgo Fellowship was developed. New believers were baptized and discipled, and now Cam and Lisa have become our Will Go Directors for West Canada.
Bishop Lewis is our partner in Liberia, and he presented the need for a Christian school in Monrovia, and later another one in Greenville, Sino County. Children who formerly had no place to attend school at all now have Christian-based educations. We've also dug two wells in Liberia, improving the quality of life for hundreds of families. Teachers receive salary assistance twice a year, and multiple other helps have been contributed, such as books, computers, desks, school supplies, many things. We're currently building a community latrine, and that will enhance the sanitation and health of hundreds. Even during Ebola, Wilgo was there with in-country helps of rice. We've had the opportunity to train pastors at different conferences, actually 1,250 people over the years. In our women's conference, we have had 400 ladies. Our children's evangelistic teams have reached over 2,000 children with food and clothing and the gospel of Jesus Christ. In Nigeria, Pastor Adijan is our partner, and we have been working with him since 2011. In Nigeria, we give rice to widows and orphans four times a year, or 800 people are helped annually. Evangelistic outreaches to Muslim children have been part of our norm, and we're so thankful that many of the children have come to the Lord. Pastor John is also a king, and so he attends many king's conferences and uses those conferences as a platform to preach the gospel. In Nigeria, we've also planted four churches and continue to give those pastors financial assistance. We are also helping women to sustain themselves through a women's cooperative project. We're building stores for the ladies so they can open their own small businesses and feed their families. We've given marriage seminars to 120 people and church conferences to over 500. And even in Nigeria, we have also dug two wells. Again, Wilgo is so grateful for the many teams who've assisted the work providing vehicles, wheelchairs, suits and ties, and so many helps for the kids. God is faithful. The African ministries in both countries continue to expand. Even another church and school building are planned in Liberia in 2017. Well, we love living in Vancouver, but God began speaking to our hearts about moving again, and He began to speak about the city of Detroit. Because we couldn't get a release from Canada, we found that in 2012 we could live in Windsor and begin helping in Detroit. So God divinely again set up so many partnerships and ministries to work with us. On Fridays we travel to Detroit and partner with New Welcome Baptist Church. Larry brings a wonderful message and food is given out. Wilgo provides toilet paper and other paper products for the people. And we've even gotten a kiss for toilet paper. Hallelujah. Well, we've also helped and partnered with different churches to bring carnivals, um, vacation Bible schools, and other evangelistic events to inner city kids. Our backpack projects are welcome too, and we always pray for the children. Again, our homeless outreaches are increasing as we partner with Detroit Rescue Missions Ministries. Over 2,000 people have received 
helps from will go so far and we plan to keep on encouraging believers to never give up. On Christmas Day 2014, we were blessed to obtain charity status in Hong Kong, allowing us to reach out with the gospel and ministry to elders and underprivileged there. In 2016, another door opened for Will Go, and that was Cuba. We were asked to hold a pastor's conference where 120 people attended for three days and a women's conference with over 100 ladies. Our children's ministry day brought 110 kids and we were able to be guest preachers and ministers at many other churches. We also helped with Michael Enterprise projects, providing chickens for one pastor and helping other local pastors with a roof for their Bible school, for example, and other things. Will Go will continue ministry in Cuba. Then in 2017, we had a wonderful opportunity to open Will Go School of Ministries Liberia. We partnered together with Christian Life College of Mount Prospect, Illinois to offer both a certificate and bachelor's program. Pastor Nelson divinely reconnected with us and is Dean of the school. He recently received his Master's of Theology with an emphasis on Christian education from the Assemblies of God Church in Liberia. He told us that he had been working for six years to be able to approach us and begin this Bible school. Hallelujah! We started with 55 students and we uh, pray that it will be a perpetual Bible school. This is our Will Go mission statement. We will go throughout the whole world proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ to all people, training disciples to do the work of the ministry, so they will go. All glory to God. Amen. On behalf of thousands of lives touched with God's salvation and love, we say thank you. Therefore know that the Lord your God, He is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and mercies for thousands of generations to those who love Him and keep His commandments. Deuteronomy 7-9. The journey continues. <laughs> well, give God a hand. Amen. If it wasn't Amen. for God, nothing would be possible. And, uh, so we're so grateful, and, and you yourselves, too, have been a part of our ministry. And mm -hmm. when David went out to war, uh, there was 400 men that went with him. And when they came back, they wanted to divide the spoil with the people that stayed by the stuff. And, and uh, the other guys, they didn't want to because they thought they did it all. But David said, no, these guys are going to get equal. So when we get to heaven, you're all going to get equal. So. <laughs> We're just so thankful that you're all partnered up with us and, and help us on our way. Thank you, Lord. God bless you. Well, we just want to give you a quick overview of our Miraculous God uh, Will Go Update. And this will be internationally, of course. And we're just going to begin in Liberia. Um, we are continuing to feed 600 kids every week, and that helps to keep them in school. Um, Hank, you could go to the next uh, picture while I'm talking about this. Um, 
And you can just see that what they get and how much the need is there. And on the next picture, the latrine we talked about is finished. Hallelujah. And opened up. And in some of those, um, we call them squatty potties. I don't know if there's a plumber. Is that the right word? I, I have no. <laughs> that's, well, a, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> they apparently sent some Chinese to Africa because <laughs> they have them all in, China, in China, it's all squatty potty. But some of those actually have a shower with them, too. So it's one-stop shopping, so to speak. You know, you just do it all there. I wanted to do that in our house, but Jean said no. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the next picture, you see our Bible school again. And we've already started our second year. In 2019, the Lord willing, and uh, we still have the strength, we'll go for the grand graduation of the, uh, the first group of two-year certificates. Well, we're switching to Nigeria, and, you know, just like in a family, um, we have, do we call it ebb and flow? Sometimes things are just going so great you can hardly believe it, and then sometimes things are going so terrible you can hardly believe it. Well, in Nigeria last year was our toughest year ever. Pastor John had blood pressure over 200 and diastolically over 140. For seven months, we just, he just, prayer and medication couldn't get it down. I want to report that just the last two months he's back out and he's doing well. But it really, um, it just caused everything to um, just be in a real, what do you want to say? Um, well, anyway, it was just a tough, tough, tough year. Um, we did, he has a friend that works with him. He's, he's also called Pastor John, and uh, we love that guy. He's bigger than Larry. And uh, so he took over and went on out to the um, remote area. This remote area is, is remote. I mean, it's a couple of days to get out there. But... Um, they asked, they sent word to Pastor John, Adishan, and they said, you know, do you think Will Go would be willing to buy us new cloth? We would like to have a new dress. And, all, and so when he told us, we said, well, sure, you know, ladies everywhere want to have a new dress. Why not them? So Will Go provided new dresses. And then you see in the two pictures on the right-hand side, you saw the building being put up in the video, and we had the dedication for it just last month. So mm -hmm. praise God. We'll continue to pray for Pastor John. Like I say, he's, he has just done another remote uh, women's uh, outreach to the widows, and we want to pray that he continues strong. He himself is an orphan, mm -hmm. and so his heart is for the orphans of Nigeria, and he has a big heart. You know, mostly Nigeria is Muslim. So his heart is, is just to continue to preach the gospel and bring many kids to the Lord. And normally they go to the ocean because most of the children there haven't been to the ocean, which is, what, 50 miles away? Or, yeah, I think that's uh, Pretty close. But this year he took them to the airport. Most of them had never seen an airplane take off. So <laughs> they, I mean, they've seen them in the sky, but have never seen them take off. So that was their uh, outreach this year. So casting vision, huh? You're a little orphan in Nigeria, and you want to go around the world. Hallelujah. Well, we're switching to Canada and Detroit. We love working in Detroit, but it also is the most heartbreaking place we've ever worked. Maybe it's because it's the United States, 
And how can that be in the United States of America? Yeah, every Sunday before they start church, they have people line up for prayer. And they actually fall on their knees and say, thank you, God. Nobody in my family was shot today. Nobody in my family went to jail this week. Thank you, God, that I'm still here, that I haven't been shot. Yes. And, uh, and then all these houses that are just abandoned and there's rapes going on and just all kinds of things that should not have happened. But that's Detroit. Yeah. But there's a lot of good, too. It's a lot of hope. And so it's just like everywhere we go. If it's just one, hallelujah, just one. We did an Easter outreach and um, kids came and the gospel was preached. And this one family, they, had, they just wandered in from the street and they never heard the Easter message before. We were amazed. They were spellbound. And so God knows. Well, this picture is uh, our Friday. When we're there, they're so gracious. They said, Larry, you come anytime you can come. So when we're, when we're in the Windsor area, we go, and he always gives a wonderful message, and hallelujah, that was our Christmas outreach. In this picture, you see uh, teams, and if ever you want to take a break from Honduras, I know that's an awesome place to go, and you have people there, but you can come to Detroit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this Amen. is uh, the Fort Dodge Church came, and they were so welcome. And then in the right-hand lower corner, that's actually Vancouver. Our church in Vancouver has a lot of boys, a lot of young boys from junior high to college age. And a church in Vancouver said, you know, do you think you guys would come? Uh, Now they're doing it twice a month. Would you come and just be like male helps or father-like helps to our kids? Because in Vancouver, you can't imagine, there's tons of money, but there's very few fathers. Why? Because the Chinese mom brings their kid for the better climate and the education, and daddy stays in China to work. So they said, we have so many kids that have no daddies. So they go, and, and our, our boys are just, just um, mentoring them, and it's just been an awesome program. Well, the next, you know, this is actually, <laughs> that is a spring picture. That's a recent picture. It was cold in Vancouver this year, too. You just can't imagine. Hallelujah. Well, we love working on the streets with First Nations and with all colors. Well, so we'll go to China now. Hallelujah. And, uh, we do elderly care there still and work with the children. And uh, we were introduced to the elders and uh, one lady, we had a big international church that we went to, and, and every time God would set this lady beside us, and one day she uh, said, it didn't matter where we sat, and there's about 2,000 people there, but uh, she was always there, and she said, one day she just said, I work with the elderly, would you like to come to an elderly home? And, and of course we did, and that's what really gripped our hearts was to help with the elderly over in China. Amen. But today in China, it's a different picture. Our church has gone underground, deep underground. Um, Things have changed dramatically with the new Chairman Xi. He makes it no bones that he is the new Chairman Mao. 
and if you've been following China at all, um, they had set in after Mao's horrific um, time, they set in a safeguard. It was that no chairman could rule more than 10 years. And it's set up on two five-year periods. And so five, and then if you're okay, they vote you in another five. Chairman Xi declared about one month ago that he will be chairman for life. So um, all things of any religion is just not Christian. It's Muslim, Hindu, Buddhism, anything. There is no Christian symbols to and, be shown. And all the people that are in the Communist Party, there was only two people that voted no. So who knows where they all end up. But uh, uh, Chairman Xi has went and destroyed all of these well-structured churches that were built 300 years ago. They claim that they're structurally not sound, so they're just knocking them all yeah. down. And so he's having his way, but someday God's going to have his way. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Got to get through the storms. This was the first year in 21 years that Will Go didn't rent like the whole pizza parlor or a, a very visible place in a hotel to have an evangelistic Christmas party. It just simply was not allowed. And if someone would have rented to them and somebody would have com complained, the government has put in very stringent rules. The hotel could become the government's. And if you rent your home or you rent a room to a Christian organization or a Muslim or any religious organization and you're reported, the government has the right to seize that mm. place. So please pray for them. Pray it's for a really tough time. Well, you know, God seemingly shuts some doors. Heidi and Gua are, like I say, working underground, but he opens a door. We are just shocked to be working in Pakistan, but very happy. Hallelujah. This guy's name is Ishtika. It's not very easy to pronounce. We had to have him say it about a hundred times before we got it. But uh, he had been following us really for uh, about a couple of years on Facebook. And, and so he asked Larry, well, I would really like you to preach. And we thought, well, how are we going to do that? We're, we're not exactly going to get on the next bus to back Pakistan, you know. So he set up a Skype and organized uh, a special time. And it was really, we joined him for praise and worship. We were hooked up for two and a half hours, and it was just a wonderful time. And while we, I was giving the message, the Lord told me to tell the people to get a rock and write their name on it and make a declaration that I am healed. And uh, in fact, as he told me to tell the churches that we go to to get a rock, mm -hmm. write your name on it, and make a declaration, I am healed. Doesn't matter what you're going through, but make that declaration that you are healed. And of course, we know the rock is Christ Jesus. Amen. So, uh, hallelujah. So if you do that in faith, I believe God's gonna do a work through it. Amen. And so we've also begun a small school there for 30 children preaching, or not preaching, but teaching Christian-based curriculum. So we're just really excited. This is our second month. We are already due to send money again May 1st. And it, it is just, it's just wonderful in such a country that even again, I say, of the 30, is there just one or two that will go throughout Pakistan and the world? 
Well, hallelujah, Cuba was also open to us. This is the men we work with. Of course, my deary darling was right there too. And then the next picture is another miraculous thing. We just couldn't believe it. We're in a church in Chicago. And we, they had a chili thing, you know, where everybody brings chili and then you sample it afterwards. And so I was just sitting there mowing down a delicious chili, you know. And this lady, this Maida is her name, came and sat down beside, beside us. And she didn't really say anything because we were talking to the missions directors. And we were about ready to go. And she quietly said, you know, if you need help in Cuba, I would, I would be glad to help you. And I can speak Spanish. And, I can write Spanish, and she handed me a torn off piece of paper with her name and her telephone number. And I, I thought, oh, okay. Well, to tell you the truth, our other two translators fell through, and so I'm going, oh, I wonder about that girl that sat beside me. Oh my goodness, where is her piece of paper, you know? <laughs> Hallelujah, I found it, I couldn't believe it, you know? We gave her a call, it was only two, well, no, I think about one month before we went to Cuba, that girl, they want, she wanted everything, even his jokes, printed out completely. Oh, my goodness, we were up day and night, night and day, that for sure, but we got everything to her, and it just went wonderful. And the one word she said that would have really tripped her up, he has a great woodpecker joke. But who knows the word woodpecker in Spanish? Maybe somebody does here, I don't know, but hallelujah. Well, just the TV. Yeah, and, uh, but praise God, she uh, had already made seven trips into Cuba. So she was very familiar with what was going on there. And, yeah. and her job is to go all over the world and uh, she makes, uh, they make food mm -hmm. or desserts for people that work in factories. Uh, kind of. Not uh, exactly that, honey. They oh, okay. <laughs> Her company is really unusual, based out of Chicago, and they make snacks, healthy snacks, for employees. That's of what I was trying to say. Companies. <laughs> So Maida goes all over the world. She just got back from Argentina. I don't know what she was investigating down there. She was in California at the honeybees. I mean, the honeybees have to be organic, and they have to be treated well, too. You know, we can't <laughs> we're make sure their environment is nice, not a nervous honeybee, you know. Yeah. So anyway, her job is very unique, and, um, and they also resource from Cuba. Yeah. Can you imagine? So, hallelujah. She teaches them how to fly right, the bees, that is. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, uh, you know, God tells you to do certain things, and you wonder why he tells you to do that. But anyway, when we were getting ready to go to Cuba, God says to go buy a TV. Or, first of all, we got a letter from the pastor that he wanted a TV. And, you know, your thinking is, what in the world would a pastor do with a TV, you know, so... We kind of put it on the back Even shelf. Even though we and, have a TV. I mean, we, d we didn't put that as number one, you know. We should have. But, but anyway, God. Uh, so we went to Toronto, and uh, we, were, we didn't get the TV because I thought I'd probably end up getting broke anyway. So. But I woke up in the morning, and God says, you need to get that TV. So we said, where's the, we asked some people where Walmart was, and one said Walmart's this way, and one said Walmart's this way. And, so anyway, we went that way. We just happened to hit the right way to get to Walmart. 
five Ooh. miles later, yeah. and we already had the car in park and fly, and it was snowing. Is that any surprise? Not just like here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't think Satan wanted us to get the TV. But, but anyway, so we went and bought the TV. It was $130 for a little 24-inch. And so when we got to Cuba, they seen this TV, and of course they wanted some tax money for it. And so they called us over and, and uh, wanted to tax us. And they came up with $250 for a $130 TV, and I kind of, <laughs> oh my goodness, you know, I thought that was terrible. But anyway, so they finally came down to, was it 170 or something like that? And so, so I paid them. And here we had four other suitcases with us that we had backpacks, we had some uh, tools, tools and different things that probably were valued at fifteen hundred dollars. But they were so focused on that TV, and uh, so they seen them four suitcases as we was ready to go out. We were the last ones there that night, and uh, they started to look at them, and I just waved my my little ticket that said I'd paid my taxes and they just went <laughs> so away we went hallelujah but could you imagine what would have happened there was a, another missionary that was over there and they compens, compa, I can't compensated even, thank you all everything that he brought over so yes. you know isn't God good Amen. he's just so faithful he tells us to do little things that we wonder why mm-hmm. but if we're just learn to be obedient he has a plan and a purpose and a reason Amen. To, that he asks us to do things. Amen. Amen. Well, this is just our current ministry. It's so precious. Maida operates in the Holy Spirit, and her and Larry were just like one. It was wonderful. Yeah, 200 received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Not 200. 20 people received the baptism of the Holy Spirit while we were there. Mm-hmm. And here's the, the people there ask if we would dig a well because uh, they have a truck that goes around. Nobody can drink the water that, that they have there. So the truck comes around and they have their little containers, but the truck only comes by about once every two weeks or once a month. And so they ask if we wouldn't dig a cistern that would hold the drinking water. So for $300, we could uh, do that. So then all the community can come and, and get the drinking water there. So we were happy we could do that. Amen. And in those suitcases, like Larry mentioned, we had so many backpacks. And the lady on the left, um, she had a tragedy happen just a year and a half ago. They were putting a new roof on their church, their local church there, and the roof fell down and killed her husband, left her with three children. Well, she told us this testimony When she saw these backpacks, she just couldn't hardly hold back the tears. She said she was just mending the one backpack she had for all of her kids, and it was seven years old. And she said, in my heart, I was just saying, God, when can I get a new backpack for my children? And here we came with one for each. Hallelujah. God is so good. The kids were so cute. This was, these are two separate places, and they loved their backpacks. We gave them out to the church kids in Sunday school, and they put them on, and they were racing all around, showing everybody their backpacks filled with supplies. Well, the children's meetings are always so much fun. We love the kids. They all had good food. The marriage seminar, that little plate. Um, also, they got cream 
brule. Is that how you pronounce that? Am I saying it yeah. right? Oh, it was delicious anyway. Um, but that plate was 10 US dollars. And that is one month's salary for many of them. Mm. So the marriage seminar party was a kind of a pre-Valentine's celebration and um, teaching was just not possible. We had, uh, was it 30 or 35 couples, something like that. It was awesome. You know, they don't mind kissing in public. You know, we gave away some very... Well, we gave away a toothbrush. A, <laughs> yes, I'm a, kidding a, you. Not a kidding pin you. and stuff we had left over. A, few a ruler, things. a protractor. Can yeah. you imagine? So those were like our prizes for the raffle. So when they got their prize, they would come up and and they decided that they had to kiss before they got their prize. And <laughs> so so every one of them, some of them were pretty serious, and some of them were just a peck on the cheek, and so on and so forth. But. It was a joyous time. Well, Maida led, we did a um, food in the Bible. That was my teaching, all the different things in the Bible that God says we are the bread of life, that he is our living water. Mm -hmm. And Maida did the morning program on organic foods in Cuba and exercise. All the ladies got into the exercise. Hallelujah. I'm working on it, getting into (laughs) exercise. Well, this picture is, uh, we want you to please pray. We're still working on this. On the left-hand side is a man named Orlando. And guess what his brother's name is? Now, if you think Orlando, Sacramento. So these two guys. um, But Orlando is a gifted, he and his brother make these little clay things. And then they create movies behind them. And they go throughout Cuba as Christian children's evangelists. Mm -hmm. But Orlando's eyes are so bad. He is like, you know, he's this far from his computer. His brother has to say, move that over, move this over. He is the designer. And so he's been um, trying to doctor in Havana, but the doctors say they have never seen anything like it. They really, he really needs another eye doctor. So we're just... uh, He actually sees four... People, if I was looking at Pastor Dave, I'd see four of him if I was him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they, four and, or five colors and, at all yeah, times. different colors. So we are hoping to bring him to the States or even Canada. We're really working on it. So please pray for that. Well, this is Yulia and Janet in Spanish. Janet and Juliet and Janet, they are just such awesome servants, and they've invited us back. But before we close, we just wanted to show you a little. You hear about Cuba and all these cars. Well, it's true. And they, a lot of them have diesel engines in them. And, uh, I mean, they, they find something to make them work. Yeah. And I'll have to tell you our ride to the airport. What kind of car were we in anyway? It was kind of like a 49 Studebaker. Something. And, uh, <laughs> but anyway, I can't it, believe it. it didn't have any liner in it or anything, but... We got almost there, and he got this great big smile on his face, and he pointed to the window, and, and it, it reached down and had a little button that he could make the windows go up and down. He was so proud All of that. All four of our windows are going up and down, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like magic. Oh, I just, oh, it was just awesome. Well, in, in Cuba, it's really hard to communicate because there's not internet in the homes. And so you have to go to a public place. This is a historical marker on the left. You can go sit there and get internet. Or you can go sit in a park. 
So it's not too convenient to do international things. Oh my goodness. Well, this shows, uh, I had to take this picture of this guy, he's wearing a Canadian shirt. Did you know that Canadians, we don't even need, we have dual passports, so we're US citizens and Canadians. Canadians don't even need a visa. The visa's in our airplane ticket. So many Canadians go over there. This is the um, bread factory. How yeah. many thousand did they make every day? I believe they said 40,000, but our hearing, we couldn't remember yeah, whether it was 4,000 or 40,000. <laughs> But we know we, there's a slight difference. We knew right? there was a great deal. And if, if you want to notice, you could see there's a little speck there. The flies were hovering around there and they were flopping this bread around. And so <laughs> that's what you call fly bread. <laughs> <laughs> Very nutritious. Well, every day you still get a ration card in Cuba. So every day you go with your ration card and you get so many of those buns every day. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, the rations cards, they get so much rice, and uh, as your family decreases, as your age decreases, you get less rice. Oh, as your age increases. As your age, in, not decreases. In, <laughs> yes. As you, a, as you get older, <laughs> Yes. Uh, you get less rice. So, but everything's under uh, government. government uh, so again, we just want to thank you and close with this scripture yeah. from Proverbs it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart Amen. and lean not on your own understanding. In all ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Amen. Jesus is the answer. Psalms 37, 5. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank well, you. we just want to say thank you again for your support, Amen. Pastor Dave and Becky, for so many years. In our friendship, it Amen. means so much. And thank you all. And uh, remember, everything is going to be all right. Amen. <laughs> Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Well, glory to God. What a precious couple. We just appreciate them so much. We are going to have a second offering, and so if you need another envelope, just raise your hand. The ushers will get that envelope to you. Glory to God. You know, Philippians said that, says that as we supply the needs of the ministry, God says, I'll supply all of your needs. And so we've been so blessed as a a church to be able to have acquaintances with individuals just as Larry and Jean and be a part of their ministry and and uh, hopefully through our financial giving we've been able to be a blessing to them but you know it's also been a blessing to us to be able to sow seed into good ground and so as we give today um, let's give a good seed into good soil and believe that we'll have an increase to give even more. So, if everybody have an end, has an envelope that needs one, ushers, come on forward and let's pray. Father, we thank you for We'll Go Ministries. We thank you for the impact uh, that they have upon this world in so many different areas. And Father, we thank you for Larry and Jean for their, their faithfulness 
their faithfulness to the call, their faithfulness to you. And so, Father, we thank you that they are blessed so abundantly. And so, Lord, we thank you for the opportunity that we have now to invest in this ministry. And so, Father, as we give, we give in faith, knowing that it's blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's receive the offering. Well, I'm, I'm debating whether I should share this with you or not because it could be a determining factor as to whether or not you come to church next week. But uh, <clears throat> Pastor Becky and I together are going to lead worship next week. Steve and Zandra are cutting out on us. And uh, Pastor Becky didn't want to stand up there all by herself, so I'm going to be there to support her. Thank you. Praise. Yeah, well, keep your bell home. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, didn't you appreciate Larry and Jean? Were you touched today, minister to? I know that I was. So appreciated it. And um, they're, uh, <clears throat> you know, um, I'd called them this morning to ask if they were going to be down and caught Jean. And she says, well, uh, Larry and their son are out getting the, I think it was her son-in-law probably, a son, and getting the snow off the car so they could drive. And she says, oh, no. He says, Larry's this old Iowa farmer. He thinks he can drive through anything. So... Uh, they did. They made it. And, and uh, they're supposed to be up in Minneapolis tomorrow. And I were in the office and I said, so you think you're going to be able to make that? And, and absolutely no hesitation. Like, oh, yes, we'll, we'll be up there. And so uh, pray for them. Do you leave tomorrow or today? Tomorrow they're going to be heading up to Minneapolis or in a conference up there. And so uh, be blessed. Um, thank God for fair weather so the farmers can get into the field. Uh, won't be a moisture problem. We just need a little heat. Amen. And so it's, it's on its way. And so be blessed in Jesus' name. As you go, go in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Give one another a hug. Uh, let them know you love them. And uh, Larry and Jean have a table out in the entryway. Take a moment and Look at the information that they have there. Be blessed.